Hello everybody and welcome back to I Hate the IWC, a pro wrestling solo podcast where we talk about all of the biggest topics currently going on in the world of professional wrestling. We look at reasons why something's good, we look at reasons why something's bad, I'll give my opinion at the end, but also the main purpose of the podcast is for you guys to be able to make your own opinions and not feel like you're forced to think a certain way by the incredibly toxic IWC. Today, we're talking all things War Games. It's back and it's coming to the main roster at Survivor Series, hopefully replacing the boring, meaningless and stupid 5 versus 5 match that they seem to do every single year. But before we get into that, let me just talk a little bit about what I've missed because it's been a very long time since I sat down and recorded one of these episodes. I did upload an episode a few days back about NXT Europe. I made a little pitch of how I thought it could work. And you know what? I didn't think it'd really do too well because it was a little bit random. It's a little bit outdated because NXT Europe was announced quite a long time ago. And it was only about half the length of a normal episode of the show. But it actually did really, really well. Quite a lot more downloads than normal. So I'm glad everybody enjoyed it. Uh, but the actual, but that was sort of recorded quite a long time ago. Probably about a month ago, actually. And I'd sort of just saved it for... If I had a period of a few weeks where I just didn't have time to sit down and record an episode. And that did happen. And obviously in that time that I didn't record an episode, nothing major happened. It's not like... AW went into complete meltdown after All Out and the entire elite has been suspended and CM Punk will probably never wrestle for the company again. Nah, nothing major like that happened. Um, obvious sarcasm. Uh, unfortunately, look, I, I was a bit disappointed that I didn't get to sit down and talk about that. And obviously, I missed out on all the Vince stuff because I started the podcast a little bit after that. I feel like a podcast that's designed to talk about the biggest stories in wrestling keeps missing the biggest stories in wrestling. Just just to sort of fill everyone in, I'm looking to start doing this podcast weekly and having a set schedule for it from summer next year. Basically, I've got one more year left of uni. I start next week as a recording this, and it just means that my schedule's a little bit all over the place. But I really wanted to just get it started just so that when I do start doing it properly, say around May or June next year, 2023... We've already established a bit of an audience. I've already had a bit of time to practice, get used to it, grow, learn a little bit more about podcasting on my own. Because I do do a podcast with somebody else. I talk about football or soccer for Americans. Um, but I've never sort of done one on my own. So I just wanted to sort of get used to it, which is why I thought I'd start it now. Try and post at least every couple of weeks. Not really stick to a schedule, but just talk about whatever's topical at the time when I get a chance to record. So that's why, unfortunately, at the moment, we have missed a couple of big topics. It's not that I don't want to, I'm desperate, but I just feel like by now, if I sat down and talk about all the punk stuff, it's outdated. Every other wrestling podcast and YouTube channel and journalist has spoken about it. And in wrestling, something becomes old news very quickly. Now, if we get an update in the coming days, you know, CM Punk leaves AEW, for example, the Elite come back, maybe I'll come back and have a little talk about it. But it feels like the moment's gone. So... For everybody who is sort of enjoying the podcast and supporting it, thank you very much. As of next year, around about May or June, when hopefully I graduate, fingers crossed, I'm going to look to making it a lot more consistent. And if we're doing it every week, there should be no excuses really, because even in wrestling, like news should last the week. I should be able to talk about anything big that happens. And maybe we make it like a weekly show where on that episode we talk about everything. It's not just one specific topic per episode. But anyway, that's still a fair few months away. 
the show's sort of in its early days we're learning as we go but i just really appreciate the support hope everyone's enjoying it and yeah i will do my best to try and get as much content out about the biggest stuff but sometimes unfortunately it just doesn't happen but anyway in my opinion at least war games coming to the main roster is very big news and i'm gonna gonna get into it now so i hope everyone enjoys the episode please do share the podcast follow the podcast download the episodes follow us on twitter and i hope you all enjoy so if you've been following the show since the start you'll know that i've played around a little bit over the five or six episodes we've done so far sometimes i will literally make a list of reasons why i like something then a list of reasons why i don't and i'll talk about them both separately and then compare them at the end sometimes i've just basically let my opinion get myself carried away and then try to pull it back a little bit by talking about the other side of the story afterwards for this one i feel like the general opinion of wrestling fans is that war games coming to the main roster is good so i'm just gonna go with that and i have one idea for maybe why we shouldn't get carried away with it that i'll mention at the end but i think if everybody's happy about war games there's no point me trying to force a negative spin on it when we're talking about stuff that has genuine different sides to it where half the people on twitter for example feel one way and half the people feel the other way then we'll try and have a bit more of a 50 50 argument for something like this i genuinely don't think there is much wrong with bringing war games to survivor series so let's just talk about reasons why i'm excited because i feel like this is how everybody feels so first up i think this is the main thing it is a real sign that triple h is the guy in charge now i know that sort of sounds like a bit of a stupid thing to say because we know he's the guy in charge that's been said to us already but i think i mean look let, let's go back to like the start of, like the vince stuff i don't want to make this podcast something where we talk about vince loads i know i mentioned him in the intro i'm not talking about him now he's not a very nice person but it's hard to talk about wrestling without vince mcmahon coming up because he's just the biggest figure who has made it what it is so i think his name is going to come up i don't know if like cancel culture will decide that you can't say vince but for now like we you know i don't like vince mcmahon but it's hard to talk about this sort of stuff without bringing him up. And this stuff does link back to that. You know, when Vince went, the question was, okay, well, who's going to come in and take charge? And I think a few years ago, Triple H would have made sense. Everybody would have said Triple H. But obviously, after what happened, it sort of seemed a little bit like Vince tried to kill off his idea of NXT. Then Triple H obviously had his health scares to a point where you probably didn't expect, actually, Triple H would come to the position that he's in. But obviously, he got the role. He's now head of creative. But then the other question came in. And this is what I think a lot of people assumed would happen. Vince would step down publicly, but would basically just be running things from behind the scenes. And I don't think I ever thought that. I thought when Vince left, I thought he'd left for good when he announced his retirement that sort of second time. When he like properly came out and said, I'm done. I thought he did. But I saw a lot of people thought, nah, he's not actually going. He's too obsessed with it. But this sort of thing triple h bringing war games to probably take the five versus five format at survivor series is a massive deal because it just basically shows he is in a position to do what he wants with this company it does make you think oh no vince is actually gone this is the beginning of a new era triple h is doing things his way now the way he's brought back carrying cross the way he's brought brought back johnny gargano it does feel like something new it doesn't feel like it's just triple h being told what to do by vince it doesn't feel like triple h 
is doing things on his own but feels like he has to keep the old way still intact. Obviously, there's still stuff that resembles WWE from before Triple H took over because we're only a couple of months removed and it's a company that's been around for decades. It will take years for it to shift completely and I'll just say it now in case anybody sort of thinks it, it will never ever be peak NXT in the years of Triple H. It can't be. It's the biggest wrestling company in the world. It's different. But it can change for the better because I think a lot of people got tired of Vince's booking who you know, did enjoy Triple H's. And this is the first sign of him doing something really, really good that everybody loved. All NXT fans loved War Games. I don't know anyone who didn't. It's two rings inside of a massive cage just with a load of really good wrestlers beating the hell out of each other. It's awesome. So that was, I think, the first thing that got me really, really excited when it was announced. I thought, yeah, yeah, we, we, we're fully going with the Triple H thing. We're not holding back because... Let's just face it, and this sort of brings me on to another point. Survivor Series, out of all the big four pay-per-views, is by far the worst. And in fact, I'd say Survivor Series is probably, apart from the Saudi shows for obvious reasons, it's probably my least favourite WWE pay-per-view. Because they build it around this 5 versus 5, Raw versus SmackDown, and it means absolutely nothing. Sure, sometimes it's a good little match. And it gives you the chance to see wrestlers fight each other, you know, who you don't normally see fight. But that was only relevant in the brand split because now everybody just fights on whatever roster they want to fight on. So it doesn't even make a difference. And yeah, they did the year, I think it was 2019, where we got NXT involved as well. And NXT won, didn't they? But it didn't actually lead to anything. They didn't get anything for it. They were still the third roster. I don't care what anybody said about there being, you know, all of them on an equal playing field. NXT got nothing out of winning. It was the most pointless thing, and it was boring. Now, look, War Games coming in, I, I presume it's going to be the Bloodline versus another team, which is good. It probably won't have a stipulation. I don't know. I hope it does, because I feel like everything in wrestling like this should have a stipulation. Like, Can you imagine if you did the Money in the Bank match? to win the briefcase but you got nothing for it like it just wouldn't make sense or you did a big royal rumble every year and got nothing i mean look at the greatest royal rumble they gave braun a green title and absolutely no reward for it and it was stupid and it sucked you know it's, it's the reason why even if it's a bad rumble it's always exciting because you know whoever wins is going to main you know to wrestlemania for the title survivor series just doesn't matter and look yeah from what i was going to say they might not put a stipulation on this time. I really, really hope they do. But even if they don't, at least it's something different. At least it's not the same five versus five elimination tag team match. At least it's something a little bit fresh that a lot of main roster fans probably haven't seen. I mean, it's easy for us to forget because we're the internet wrestling fans who, you know, the marks for lack of a better word. But there are a lot of casual fans who will have just never watched NXT, who just know of Raw and SmackDown, they stick it on the telly when nothing else is on, and they'll see this and they'll be like, oh, oh, I didn't know this was a thing. I quite like this. Yeah. So, you know, it's got appeal for everybody in that sort of sense. So I think that's all very exciting. As I said about the Bloodline, that for me is probably the most exciting thing because you actually have a team to go in there. One of the worst things about the five versus five matches was you didn't do it with actual factions. Again, it should have a stipulation, but if it doesn't have a stipulation, at least make it two teams going at each other. 
but it never was. Whereas at least now, and, and a good thing with war games was it was always the Undisputed Era. And the Undisputed Era became, you know, iconic for being in the war games matches. They didn't always win them, but they were very, very good, very entertaining. And they were a team that didn't always need to win, but you always knew that with their dodgy tactics and with the quality of wrestlers in the team, they always could win. And the Bloodline have that sort of feeling about them. You know, the Usos, Solo, Roman. It feels like a mega team. You know, maybe they'll do Sammy in there, but a lot of people think maybe Sammy will end up joining the other team by the time Survivor Series comes around. I'm not too sure. But it feels like that's your God-tier team. And whoever goes up against them will be the underdogs stepping into a cage with the bloodline, the most dominating faction we've had in wrestling for a very, very long time. Or I should say WWE. I don't want to annoy people who love the elite. But, you know, you know what I mean. That It is it's a very dom- it's, it's probably the best WWE faction since the New Day. I think that that's fair. I mean, the Shield, obviously. We've had some good factions back in, like, the early 2010 sort of era. Not 2010 as in, like, the 2010s that decade. I don't want to wind people up by pretending that was a good decade for wrestling, but obviously factions like the Wyatt Family, The Shield, The New Day, we had some good ones. Um, and the Bloodline are a very good faction now compared to all of them, if not a better. And yeah, the idea of seeing them in a match that I used to love, and yeah, you always used to love seeing the Undisputed Era in it, I see the Bloodline taking that sort of mantle, especially if this becomes a yearly thing. I could definitely see it, which is very, very exciting. Now, that's pretty much the reasons why I'm excited for War Games. Now, whether we'll touch on it again on the podcast, I'm not too sure. I guess it depends on the build and how much hype is around the match when we get closer to the time. Obviously, it's still quite a long way away. But I did mention before, I've got one little thing that makes me not necessarily doubtful, but that I think we have to remember. And I touched upon it earlier. We just have to remember that this is an NXT. And I know this isn't really a negative because main roster WWE lately has actually been really, really good. It's had its moments where it's not been great. Let's not pretend, but so does every wrestling company. In general, though, I think there's been a massive improvement under Triple H. I just think we've got to be careful to not necessarily hold war games to the same level that NXT was on. And what I mean by that is let's not have an absolute meltdown if the match isn't quite what it used to be because NXT was almost like wrestling on an indie show. It was free. You could do what you want. I, I don't know. I, I, I think it's going to be a really, really good match. So this isn't really even a negative point, but I always feel the need to put something on the other side in these episodes because that's the point of the show. And as you can tell, I'm really, really reaching to find something, but this is all I've got it might not be as good as it was in NXT. Also, I suppose, yeah, if they try and do the whole, you know, I mean, I guess a negative is we're not 100% sure they will go with the bloodline. That would probably be the biggest negative. If they did war games but made it Raw versus SmackDown 5 versus 5, that would be terrible. But this is all if, buts, and maybes. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I think everybody is guessing they'll go with the bloodline. That would be fantastic and let them wrestle a match like they used to do on NXT in War Games, and that'll be double fantastic. So the negatives to this can very easily become positives. It's just about trying to make it a conversation. And, I mean, to be fair, this is actually quite a short episode again. But we're not here to sort of drag it out on purpose. As I said, we're in the early days of the podcast. Sometimes episodes will just naturally be longer. I think if we 
we're talking about something as say topical as all like the CM Punk stuff as I mentioned before it would probably be a really long episode but sometimes you just get a little shorter ones again please do let me know on Twitter by the way at I hate the IWC things like episode length do you want to see us cram more topics into certain episodes all of that sort of stuff I'm always here to listen to feedback. I do really, really appreciate it. I've had a couple of people sort of tweet lately giving me feedback about less uh, about um, episodes they've listened to. And that means so much. I really, really appreciate it because podcasts are quite hard to get like analytics for. Sorry, I said that really, really weird there. Um, it's hard to know how a podcast is doing. You basically see how many downloads it's had and what locations the downloads have been in. And that's it. You don't really get like likes and dislikes like on YouTube or ratings are a little bit meh in podcasts they don't really give you any sort of feedback at all and you don't really get that many ratings and like comments like in a youtube comment section so when people sort of tweet me and let me know that they really enjoyed the episode it really does mean a lot so thank you everybody i hope you enjoyed this episode let me know future things you'd like to hear me talk about and i will see you all next time goodbye <laughs>